0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Check the Mark. I am Mark Lucero. I am back from hiatus. Got a really exciting episode today. I have Dr. Larry Lauer, the mental skills specialist from the USTA, who's here with me today. We're going to chat a little bit about the mental health challenges in today's game and professional sports in general. Since we last chatted, the Australian Open wrapped up. Novak Djokovic picked up another trophy As did Naomi Osaka. Shout out to my guy, Wim Fassett, for steering that ship. And, man, Naomi Osaka really played some great tennis throughout those two weeks. As did Novak Djokovic. Thought he was going to have a tough one in the final with Daniil Medvedev. But that was not to be. I'm actually glad that I did not stay up late or even wake up for that late night match here in Los Angeles. There's a real feeling kind of bubbling beneath the surface right now on both tours of this you know, this pandemic fatigue, obviously that most people around the world have been feeling this, you know, this frustration with doing things online, this work from home, all sorts of things for, you know, tennis version of that is work from hotel, stay in the hotel, go to the courts back and forth, no in between, no shopping, you know, no trips to CVS, no restaurants, all that sort of thing. And it's just becoming complicated as parts of the world, you know, attempt to open up certain states, obviously in the U.S. we know have more lax rules than others, certain countries have more lax rules than others, but the tournaments are continuing to operate for the most part under very similar protocols, which can be tiring, frustrating, and on some levels, you know, very isolating for the athletes. And that's one of the things I'm really excited to talk to Dr. Lauer about today. So without any further ado, let's get to my special guest today on Chuck mark. Dr. Larry Lauer. All right. I want to welcome Dr. Larry Lauer. Larry is a, actually is, is a good friend of mine, but he's the mental skills specialist for USTA player development. Prior to the USTA, he was at Michigan State. He was the director of coaching, education and development in the Institute for the Study of Youth Sports at Michigan State He researched tennis parents, which, geez, I don't want to think about that. Uh, Also studied coach education, uh, aggression in hockey, and life skills development, which is a huge topic these days. Uh, Larry, welcome to Check the Mark. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thanks, Mark. It's always good to talk to you, and I look forward to, to the discussion.
0: Yeah, so Larry, jumping right in. Mental health, it seems to be a huge topic these days. I know at the end of the NBA bubble last year, a lot of athletes were talking about the challenge of being in the bubble. A lot of men's players have been in the media lately talking about the challenges of you know, being in the Australian bubble. Some of them were in isolation for 14 days. What do you say to the athletes now, not only the pro athletes who are kind of relegated to the hotel and site and back and forth, sticking in their hotel rooms, to the college athletes who most of them are the only students on campus, really the, the students who are competing in spring sports. For these athletes that are having these feelings of isolation right now, you know, what's your advice or what's your take on you know how to keep a healthy mental state these days?
1: Yeah, it's so important right now, isn't it, Mark? And everybody's dealing with it, um, whether you're an athlete or not. And how do you get through this? crisis this pandemic and and stay healthy and it's not just physically healthy but mentally and emotionally and i think the number one thing first of all especially if you're going in a situation where you're going to be isolated is to communicate is to reach out uh, make plans to talk to people uh, make the time to to talk to certain people that you know you trust in every day or on a pretty regular basis um, Reach out also and try to help people, uh, you know, listen to them, ask how they're doing. uh, Helping others is a great way to improve your own mental health. So I think we got to communicate. We got to look and reach out to people, especially our friends and our family. Uh, Don't try to isolate and and just go into a place where you're not communicating. I, I don't think that that's healthy. Now, again, an introvert's level of communication and extrovert's level of communication are way different. So we have to respect the individual personality, but, uh, at the end of the day, you don't want to be sitting at home worrying, uh, by yourself. I think from there, if you're communicating, uh, you know, you still want to have a schedule and, and structure kind of your day. Think about different ways you can get better or things you can be improving upon, whether it's your, your fitness, your strength, uh, if it's, you know, something mentally, you know, and, and, and having these kinds of goals helps a lot and, and one thing we saw from the players and talking through the pandemic is they like to be challenged and so creating challenges new challenges learning a new language or learning how to cook or maybe it is something related to your tennis doing something you've never been able to do or improving on something like meditation or um you know watching a lot of video and coming up with new patterns that you might want to use i think these are all ways the players were looking at to stay busy, but also to have goals and challenges that would really motivate them. So, I think that um, athletes, especially high-performance athletes, want to be challenged. They want to have goals, and when you go into these situations, um, you don't want to be goalless, and you certainly don't want to feel like you're uh, unchallenged. So, you have to you have to be creative and find ways to do that. Um, I think those are some of the the more important ways. Um, you know, you got to get through these these situations because the reality is um, right now, if you want to play, you don't have a lot of choices. So.
0: Yeah, that that time in the hotel room or that time in the dorm room, it it just seems like it it ticks so slowly when you're waiting for that Mm -hmm. opportunity to leave your room to go to the courts. You know, I had a goal (laughs) and my goal in Melbourne was to buy a new coffee machine so that I could make that three o'clock coffee for myself. And and I brought my my Xbox, I was playing NHL every day, and just kind of whatever I could do to sort of help those hours go by. I don't know if that's like the healthiest thing, but that's kind of one of (laughs) the things that I did.
1: (laughs) You got really good at winning with the LA Kings, I imagine.
0: Yeah, my LA Kings were hot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like the real NHL, they had a good year so far. Well, yeah, I mean, you certainly, you also don't want to fall in the trap of feeling like every single moment has to be Earth. Shaking important, right? Like you're just going to have downtime that you're going to you're going to use to relax, whether it's playing video games or reading or, like I said, communicating with friends and family. There's nothing wrong with that, especially, you know, for athletes and coaches. You're so used to being busy that you go into one of these scenarios and you have more time on your hands. Well, be creative in how you want to use your time, maybe do some different things or different ways to work on things that otherwise you'd be doing on court or in the gym. But then be okay with the, the, the difference, that you have more time. So that's where maybe learning a new skill or, or, like you said, engaging something that you can just relax a little bit and get your mind off things, I think is important as well.
0: Like having a little bit of forgiveness for yourself to not have those minutes be occupied.
1: Yeah, I mean, because we all guilt ourselves and oh, I'm not doing enough, I should be doing more. Okay, well, we kind of know, you know, if you're if you're bagging it, if you're not really doing what you can be doing. But at the end of the day, you know, especially when you're in isolation or you're in a quarantine, you try to be on for 24/7. you seven. You're you're really going to kind of freak yourself out. You're going to make yourself anxious. So I think you need to give yourself that space. And and that's what we tell players and, and people anyway. It's like, look, I mean, you go hard. You do what you need to do to have a good day and get better. And then you recover, you relax, and then, then that's where your preferences come in. If you want to play some video games, just don't stay up all night playing video games.
0: <laughs> so the, the other side of all this, you know, in this totally unique time that we're trying to compete in, a lot of players find themselves competing in a situation where they're not totally prepared or, or not prepared the way that they would want to prepare because... You know, maybe their their COVID test took a long time to come back. It took longer than 24 hours, so they didn't get to practice the right amount. Or maybe they were going through the COVID protocol as a close contact. They didn't get the right amount of practice days. You know, what advice are you giving to players when they're dealing with this feeling, this disconcerting feeling, frankly, for athletes of not being mm-hmm. prepared the way they'd want to be prepared?
1: Yeah, I think one of the big words from 2020, which has creeped into 2021, is is resilience. And as a part of that, you can use other words like adaptive and flexible. Um, I think you, you have to get used to the fact that there isn't any real guarantees right now um, with how things are going to go down, as we saw in Australia. So I think you, you have to have a mindset of kind of going with the flow. There's a structure, there's a schedule, there's a routine that you want to keep if you can, but if you can't, you have to understand that uh, you don't have to have everything exactly the way you want to perform. And and that's a little bit of a misnomer because sometimes in the way we coach and we, we prepare athletes, we try to get them so structured and, you know, control everything you can control, make sure you have what you need. And in their minds, it's like, okay, if I don't do that, it's some huge failure. I can't, I can't perform because I didn't do my, you know, whatever, I didn't get, you know, X number of hours on the court. When the reality is uh, that you can, and that we try to do everything we can to be ready. But, you know, if it's out of your control, it is what it is. And you have to accept that. And also realize that a lot of other people are dealing with the same things. This is pretty normal right now, uh, you know, that the conditions are such that you just have to be prepared for surprises and changes and be pretty flexible and adaptable. And I find right now, like the person who is pretty resilient, who's adaptable, who bounces back quickly, is probably the person who's succeeding right now. If you have to have things a certain way um, to perform, you know, things have to line up perfectly for you, you have to have everything just as you need them to be, you're probably gonna struggle right now because, uh, you know, there's just so many variables floating around that we can't control related to COVID and, and different protocols and the testing and travel and all this stuff. So. Uh, the more resilient can, you can be and flexible, and, and a big part of that, Mark, is is just being accepting of what is, and know in your heart that you can find a way because you did the training. You know, one day, one
0: week doesn't take away from six, eight weeks of work. Now, that's a good right? point. You already did the work, right?
1: You did the work. Yeah. There's, There's no that, cramming we talking-
0: for the exam. <laughs>
1: No, exactly. And, and look, it'd be nice to have a, a just a, the right day, the day before you play or the week before you play, but it doesn't have to be that way. And we were talking to Henner Nalas, another tennis coach you know well, yeah, about the same subject. It's like, look, I mean, we can make excuses or we can adapt and really embrace what's going on and, and be the most prepared that we can be better than everyone else.
0: You actually brought up something that, it it made me like laugh on the inside because, you know, you kind of said something, it just is. And then it is what it is. And this Mm -hmm. one player was asking me, I think a year ago, it was right around when when things stopped in March and she was asking me like, is this good or is this bad? Is this good? Is it bad? Like, tell me. And I was like, it just is, I don't think it's either. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: It just is, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just exists.
0: I think and, that's, and that, uh, it, it's such a valuable thing right now, like you said, that acceptance, mm-hmm. because there's so much we don't know. Every time you fly to a new event, you know, you go through the, the COVID testing before you get your credential and then you're waiting. And there's always that risk that you could be stuck in that city for up to two weeks. And, you know, that sort of anxiety is just is causing a lot of players just this, this feeling of worry because we're so used to covering all the bases and having this structure and, and knowing where we're going to be, when we're going to be there and all that.
1: Yeah, I I think, Mark, you know, I don't know on a grand sense, but I think hopefully what we gain from this, because there are silver linings, is a more resilient, adaptive athlete, right? Because you're going through stuff, you know, that you just never thought you would. And getting stuck in another country for a couple weeks and not leaving your hotel room is not fun. Like, I'm going to tell you, I don't want to do that. But at the same time, as we say it is, it's a possibility. And, um, if it happens to me, I'll deal with it. In the meantime, I'm not going to concern myself with it. I'm going to do everything I can to stay safe, do what is necessary for that. And and I'm going to prepare and do the best I can for my tenants and, uh, you know, see where things fall. But I think when, when we need things to be a certain way, uh, then it becomes a struggle, you know? So like you said, it just is, or it is what it is. And that's really, In a statement that's been tested uh, during this pandemic, because, hey, there's a lot of stuff uh, I would like to be doing right now, and I'm not, and, you know, it is what it is, you know, and we'll, we just have to be patient and, and stay safe and, you know, work through these situations as best as we can.
0: Truer words, man, have never been spoken. We're going to do our best, (laughs) and we're going to see what happens. Dr. Larry Lauer, thank you so much for coming on Check the Mark, man. I feel like you have so much wisdom to give uh i i just i'm so grateful for you making time for me today
1: anytime for you mark and i'm glad you're doing a podcast because you have a, a ton of great ideas and i always love listening to you man so good stuff
0: that is it for another great episode of check the mark i am mark lucero as always hit me up at mark lucero on twitter at mark lucero on instagram better yet tell a friend tag a friend tell them to check out my podcast Let me know who you want to hear coming up. Let me know what sort of topics in professional tennis that you want to hear about. On my schedule coming up, we have Acapulco, Miami, one of my favorite swings of the year. I'm looking forward to getting back to the daily mini podcast format. I'll try to bring you six to eight minutes every day when I'm on the road, when I'm home. We're going to try to do once a week. We're going to try to do better. I promise to do better for you guys. That's it for today. Have a good one.